Hello, and welcome to another episode of Epic Stories with Eliana. My name is Eliana, and this is James. And what are we reading today? The Night Before Christmas. Yeah, close. It was the Night Before Christmas. And do you know why we're reading this? Uh, no. Well, because we actually are going to release this on the night before Christmas. We're going to release it on Sunday. That's what I said this book was. <laughs> yes, but we're reading it because it's going to go out to everybody on the night before Christmas. And then we'll do our Christmas celebration the next day. Isn't that Christmas Eve? It is Christmas Eve. So tw- the night before Christmas is it's Christmas Eve. It's almost Christmas Eve. Yes, we're getting very close to Christmas. And so we've been doing a lot of the winter things around here. We've gone and seen lights. What else have we done? Um, gone to tree lighting. Tree lightings. We've gone on a trolley to go meet Santa. Yeah. That's, oh, cookie decorating, ornament making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you ready for? Are you ready? Do you have all your gifts? Yeah. I am not. I am. I still have to get stuff for Grandma and Grandpa. Uh, I I don't get anything. I just craft stuff. Uh, that's still a gift. All right. So we're gonna read "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and it. Ooh, let's see. By Clement Clark Moore and Henry Livingston, and we're actually gonna read. This is the original poem that was written in the 1800s. Here we go. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house "'that a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. "'The stockings were hung by the chimney with care "'in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. "'The children were nestled all snug in their beds "'while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. "'And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap "'had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap.' When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer with Shouldn't a li- there be nine? Yeah, this was kind of Rudolph. Be- this was kind of before Rudolph came into the picture, so there's only eight. With a little old driver, might have not been in there. Yeah, I don't think so. Not that, not yet. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be Saint Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blixen. No, Donner! Hey, I'm reading the old one. So they actually were Dunder. Do you see how things have changed over time? (laughs) That's crazy that they call him Dunder. I know, Dunder and Blixen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves from the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the cursors they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. 
He was all dressed in fur from his head to his toe, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys was flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of his pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sled, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. The End what was your favorite part of that one? Uh, the reindeer. The reindeer? You like the, the names in the 1800s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was, what I was trying to tell you in the middle of the story was they, they, Rudolph is a little bit newer, so things change and traditions change over time. And this was written almost, two, actually, really 200 years ago, so that's, that's a long time for things to change. 1823 was when this was first published. So 200 years ago... I didn't quite have Rudolph then. They also had a, a lot more apostrophes and words. But Rudolph, but it's not, but the real story, which is now out, has Rudolph in it. Yeah, we'll have to look up after this when Rudolph came around. But yeah, so now Santa has nine reindeers and Rudolph leads the way with his red nose. Yeah, and they even have a song about him. Yes, they do. All right, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. Please uh, rate us where you can, review, subscribe, follow, whatever you want with us. And we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, if that's what you celebrate, a Happy Hanukkah, if that's what you celebrate, any other winter celebrations that you celebrate. And uh, we'll, we'll read some more stories as we go into the new year. Can you wrap it up for us? Thank you for listening to another episode of Epic Stories with Eliana. Bye!